get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 25th episode of the What Up Do Podcast. I am sniffle free this week, at least for the most part, compared to how I was last week. <laughs> I feel like last week was fucked up because, like, I-, I wanted to be more involved in the recording. And, like, I was just so, like, just sniffling I and I haven't listened. Did I, did I talk more the last one? I mean, it seemed it seemed normal, but, like, I just felt so shitty, man. Like, my voice sounded fucked up, and I was just, like congested and sneezing and sniffling and listening to it it sounded way worse than it felt recording it like i was listening to it like man i'm like sniffling like crazy it was really bad so i'm glad that even though i'm my allergies have still been kind of acting funny today i feel pretty good so had a week to get the shit out yeah and i took i took an allergy pill um earlier today but medication don't seem to work on me i don't know what it is like a lot of shit that a lot of shit that like is supposed to affect somebody's uh, physical well being, it just don't really seem to work on me. Like, like if I smoke weed, it don't really, it typically don't get me high. Like it, it can work, it's okay, but like it don't really do nothing so for me. So if liquor, your only, it works. Liquor is the only thing that affects me. Yeah, affects my physiology for the most part. Like whatever drugs I've tried, and I've tried, eh, I'm not gonna say nothing crazy, but I've I've tried. A little bit of stuff, more than just weed, and like it, it hasn't really affected me. Uh, sleeping pills don't really help me get good sleep. Uh, energy drinks and shit that's supposed to give you energy, that shit don't work on me. Allergy pills don't work on me. Like painkillers don't really work on me. Like nothing, nothing really seems to work on me. So, I took an allergy pill before I left. I feel all right. I've been sneezing a little bit during our pre gaming, but. Uh, I'm definitely way better than I was last week. So hopefully there's far less sniffling and far less sneezing and all that shit. Yeah, I, I was kind of under the weather last week. Um, and so I was just hoping that I got, got a lot better <clears throat> for this week. So, <laughs> But you're under the weather right now because <laughs> you don't know when to say when. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely under the weather because of um, indulging and... Uh, yeah. yeah. Excessive alcohol consumption over the course of the weekend. Boy, oh boy. Man, it was... We had a... Well, I can't say we had an interesting weekend because I wasn't involved in, in the Saturday festivities. But on Friday, uh, we went to uh, uh, Casa, our cigar bar. And we stopped at uh, The Well on the way, which is the bar that's next door to Buffalo Wild Wings downtown, where I guess Otis knows... Uh, one of the bartenders and shit. So he he gave us a, a little bit of a hookup since we uh, since Otis just got married. I just got engaged, and he brought out this like fucking I don't, I don't even know four how to compare liter, the size of this damn. It was like a four liter uh, Jameson bottle. That bitch Man. was on a stand. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> it was a on a stand. Fucking stand. <laughs> Otis took a picture with it, and it looked like he was holding like a liquor baby. Like that bitch is big as fuck. Right. I cut it just like a baby too. Yeah. Man. So we had we had some shots. 
Each one of us bought a round, so we had, I guess, three shots apiece. The bartender bought a round, Otis bought a round, I bought a round. And uh, then we went to the cigar bar, uh, La Casa, and um, we had more drinks. We, we actually no, we drank we a lot before we left. At yeah. Your place. yeah, we started. So. We had a lot before we left. Uh, so we kind of lifted before we left, and then we had the three shots at, uh, at the well, and then we went to La Casa and had uh, probably a couple more drinks. And um, we got some cigars there, man. And I got this local ass cigar, and it was funny because I was talking shit before we went. Because Otis told me like, yeah, they got this good uh, local cigar named after Cadillac Square, which is the area that I actually live in. And I was like, how much is it? He said it was like thirteen dollars and shit. Man, and thirteen like, is like kind of like the high no, end. Was t- yours was thirteen. That's what you told me. I don't know how much it cost. Yeah. <laughs> Ten, but yeah, nigga was clowning me. I was clowning. I was like, man, they. I was like, for some local off-brand shit, they charge a lot of fucking money. I would think like a local off-brand cigar that, that should be like five dollars, man. But that shit was probably I don't know. He said ten, whatever. It was double digits. That motherfucker got me lifted. Like I, like, I was like, I need to sober up. I need to like drink some water, have a little break, have an intermission, just chill out because that shit had me lifted. That was a fuck. That's like really the only cigar that's actually affected me to where I felt like I need to relax. So <laughs> obviously, I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I, like I say, I had just ate because I had, um, just had lunch with the wife, and I was downtown. Like, cool. Let me stop over here and get a cigar. So I was in there, and I, I hate getting being pushed to buy a certain kind of cigar. You know, I you know I've been doing it for a while, so I kind of know what I want. But I, sometimes I really just I'm just looking to see what's new or something I haven't recognized and stuff. Right. So then, you know, he comes like, hey, well, you know, why don't you try one of these? Which I know is their local cigar. So, I'm, you know, I'm thinking, man, he's just trying to sell me on it. But I honestly didn't have no reason to not try it. So I was like, oh, fuck it. But, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. It was a pretty good, pretty good stick. Yeah, but, it, got, it got me lifted, and I didn't even actually finish it. And it wasn't because I was, like, unable to finish it. I, I mean, due to circumstances, I had to put it out. But like, it was, it was a bad motherfucker, man. That was that was a nice cigar. So, yeah. So. Friday Friday went pretty hard for us, and then Otis had like his whole he had a whole different experience on Saturday to where he's yeah so, feeling it today now yeah, yeah still feeling it and it's like midnight yeah so <laughs> I, I spent all of uh, Saturday kind of just recu- recuperating from Friday. You know, so I didn't even leave the house. So then one of my uncles... Wait, you mean today, Sunday, recuperating from Saturday? No, I spent Saturday recuperating from Friday. Damn. And then you still went out Saturday night. I was, yeah, so I I had no plans to go out. So then my, when my uncle sent me up saying him and um, one of my other uncles were going to Snickers, watch uh, football, I'm like, eh, cool. I'll go out maybe have a beer or two. Man, had a couple other friends there, like Mike and Dan... I'm sorry, uh, Chris. No, Dan and Chris. Yeah, anyway. I, was, I wasn't there. Yeah, I was being fa- I was being family man last night. Man, and it just went to, all, yeah, it just went bad real fast. So now I spent all day recovering, and then I ended up going halftime, going to the bar to eat, and ended up doing some more. And I'm like, man, I can't do this no more. My body is is, is weary. But the Lions won, so that was a good thing. So happy about that. Yeah, if you're a Detroiter, it's been a great it's been a great day. I don't know if the Red Wings won or not, honestly, but um, the Lions game was another great game. The Lions put us through 
put us through hell the past three of the past four weeks. And that was only because they were on bye last week. Right. We the only time I was able to breathe free, no worries. Oh, Railway lost too. Oh, okay, they lost. Okay, well, uh, well, the Lions had a great game. Another another big win. Uh, they played Miami today, and it was Miami's been playing really good lately. They had the top ranked defense in the AFC, so uh, it was a really good win. And then uh, I have. We don't really talk about fantasy fantasy football and shit on the podcast. I don't know if we have before, but... No, I think we always talk about it pre-podcast. Yeah, we talk, we talk about it pre-game, but we don't ever really talk about it on the podcast. But I'm really, really, really heavy into fantasy sports. I've been playing fantasy football for probably, at this point, probably coming up on 10 years. And I have, uh, I have six fantasy football teams, four in ESPN and two in Yahoo. And I have... Two fantasy basketball teams, and uh, my fantasy football teams are currently guaranteed. I'm I'm guaranteed a good five and one in my six teams, and my six the six team that's currently losing is could potentially still win. So I could be looking at a potential potential six and zero weekend. So a Lions win and six and zero in fantasy is it doesn't get much better than that. And I did a lot of interesting wedding planning today too, so it was a good day. Yeah, I uh, I, I got three fantasy teams, and I'm earlier today I was looking like I was going to win all of them. Now I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose one. So if I win out of two, I'm pretty good. Which is it pissed me off because I'm losing terribly in the pay league. The other ones are just for fun, so I'm like, fuck. If anything, I wish I would have been doing better in that one. What's this you what's this you got up? You got some shit like a counter or some shit? What is that? It's a uh um it's like a junk uh I don't say junk. What do you wanna call it? It clears cash and uh Oh, um, okay. Uh, some internet junk shit. files and shit. Oh, like okay. That. Yeah. I thought he was keeping track of oh, decibel no, no. levels or oh, some shit. No, no, no. <laughs> I did find this it's a cool app that uh, it shows you how many devices is connected to your Wi-Fi, and I can give the IPs and all kind of shit like that. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, just clean cash and you know uh, shit like that. But anyway, uh, where were we at? <laughs> I don't know. Talking about the fan- oh, talking about fantasy football. Oh, fantasy, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll be I go two on one this week. So that's a. Uh, Take that back. No, I'm. I was. Uh, I was. I was. I think I was 0-4 or 0 and three in my pay league. Now I'm. I don't won like three in a row now. So I take that back. I, I'm. I'm doing okay in that one. I think I can leave. If I can make it to the playoffs, I'd be good. Which is all I really. Uh, really just need. Maybe the playoffs. Then I'm pretty sure I could probably kick their asses. So. Yeah, um, my. Uh... My six teams, I have uh, three in first place, and my other three are, like, middle range, like, between, like, fourth and sixth place area. I don't have any that are at the bottom, which is which is good. My uh, my, my team with the best record, which is, uh, they're going to be 9-1 and one after this week, is in, especially impressive because I actually lost in week one. So I've won nine straight in that league. I have another league where I've won maybe like three or four straight, and I have a couple. Uh, I have a eight and two 
uh, team that's going to improve to eight and two this week. Uh, I think two, well, two teams that are going to improve to eight and two this week. So I got a nine and one, two eight and twos, and a couple like middle range, like a uh, couple middle range teams. So, and that's that's good for me because I like the fact that I was able to keep winning through the bye weeks, where a lot of teams are on bye this week and last week. So you got to put in a lot of like filler and substitute players, and I was still able to pull out some good wins. So, yeah, my my fantasy the fantasy teams that took so many hard hits between buys and. Like, I had drafted Adrian Peterson. I traded. <laughs> so, your, so your fantasy team took yeah. a hard hit like Adrian Peterson yeah, saw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. God damn. I, had, I was thinking nothing close to that. Man. Woo. Oh, I'm a horrible person. Yeah, that was, that was pretty horrible. You basically, yeah, you've, uh, you, you scheduled your, your your seat to hell. Yeah, yeah you're wow. front you front row. For I already that. got a first class joint today. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you just got popcorn for that. I'm gonna have mad leg room on my trip to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it was that bad. But now it's uh, starting to look 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 a little better now. So um, I, I I I ride the waiver wire so tough, man. I'm always finding some some random person to pick up. Especially during the bye weeks and you know injured players. Now I think Carson Palmer is injured. I have him. Um, I have Brandon Marshall who's tweaked his ankle or something in the game. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else who's got injured recently that I have. But what I always tell people who are getting new into fantasy football is that like the draft is the most important thing. If you miss your draft, you're probably fucked. But like. You know, having a solid draft is important, but the second most important thing is keeping track of the waiver wire because, like, every year there's a, you know, a handful of people who were nothing coming into the season with no expectations, and the guy ahead of them gets hurt, and they come in and they kill it. So keeping track of the waiver wire and being able to pick up guys who have good matchups or who are capitalizing off the guy ahead of them being hurt is so so important. That was uh, to be a successful fantasy because these last two weeks, this week and last week, it's all about with all these people on by. It's all about the substitutions and putting in the right backups. That was uh, kind of like the Adrian Peterson backup. Yep, he's done great, man. He did well. He did, and now he's been he's been supplanted by somebody else. Oh, so like this, it's yeah. You got to keep track of that shit. And I gave Otis an example earlier before we started recording last week. I had 171 points on a team, and 171 points, and this was in standard ESPN scoring. I had, like, three or four guys who scored in the high 30s, and these are guys who I plugged in in place of, like, uh, people who were hurt or people who were on by, and I had two – I left two points on my bench. That's an example of just setting your lineup flawlessly because most of the time you, you'll, have a, you'll have a week where – you might have a good week, and you like, oh man! If I had played this other person, I would have had, I would have won my matchup because I left X amount of points on the bench. But that week, where I, where I scored one seventy one, I plugged in a whole bunch of people to cover bye weeks, and I just, I just played it flawlessly. I had two points on the bench and one hundred seventy one points in my lineup, and that's one hundred seventy one points at standard that's ESPN lot, scoring dude. is insane. That's like a lot of points. thirty points. Yeah, I had a lot of guys in the high thirties. So that was, 
and that was none of those included my quarterback because usually your quarterback is where you get your most points from. None of those were my quarterback. My high thirty guys were running backs and receivers. Mm, that's interesting. So I played it flawlessly. So yeah, ESP, uh, ESP, uh, fantasy football as a whole is 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 really fun. It makes the games more interesting too because as a as a whole, I'm just a Lions fan. Like if the Lions are playing, I watch a Lions game. Then unless there's a superb matchup in other in other teams, I, I generally don't watch it outside of that. But when you play fantasy, it gives you a vested interest in other teams. So you're like, oh, is my who, who, how's my guy doing? You know, right. is his is his team playing well, or did somebody get hurt in, in this other game? You, you, you find yourself watching other games to see how your guys are doing. It makes it makes football more interesting, and it makes Sunday as a whole more interesting. So I love fantasy football, man. I've been doing it for a long time now, and pretty obsessed. Like I said, six teams is a lot. Yeah, I, I had, I think the last time, well, I had quit fantasy for like a couple of years because I was just so frustrated with it. And I had like five, six teams that year, and I was I was definitely not good at it. <laughs> so I said, fuck it. And then I, I used to get so emotionally invested in it and to the point where when my players did bad, it would just fuck my whole day up and shit. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. And that's why you need the Lions to be good. Yeah, when the Lions win, you kind of don't even really care what your fantasy team is. There was to a point where I didn't even I didn't even have Lions players on my team. I didn't want a Lions player because I felt that if they did they did bad and they lost, it would yeah. just totally fuck my day up. So I stopped for a couple of years and I finally started playing back this year. I I did basketball one one year, but I didn't. It was too involving. Basketball is way more intensive because. Teams play every day, so you gotta keep a you gotta keep an eye on your team every day. What I generally do is set my team for the whole week on Sunday or Monday. Or on Monday, I set my lineup for the whole week and just kind of keep an eye on it. But football is easier because they only play on Thursday. You know, there'll be like one Thursday game and then Sunday and Monday. So you can set your lineup and basically not pay attention to it aside from injuries. Yeah, but basketball, you gotta pay attention every day, so it's 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 way harder. But yeah, I got some great. I got some great. My two teams are my two teams are stacked. So I'm a one to know in both of those leagues. Actually, no, no. I want to know in one league, and the other one started. Don't, a week don't the points compile every week or the daily? every day? Daily, okay. So you play somebody, and you compile points in each in each of however many categories you set. Usually, like ten to fifteen categories, and the winner of the week is the winner who. The person who wins the most categories. Oh. So, but like I said, with the NBA, they play every day. So you have to have your lineup set to have guys who are playing have them have them in your lineup. You can't set it on one day and then just leave it for the rest of the week. You have to set it. If you set it on one day, you have to set it for the entire week each day. So it takes it takes time to set a fantasy basketball lineup, and you gotta if you have a a suspect team, you probably want to keep an eye on it. But like my teams are so stacked, I have really good drafts. My teams are so stacked that I kind of set I set my lineups for the week on Monday, and I haven't looked at them since. And both teams are winning decisively, so it's uh it's working out well for me right now. Basketball is my that's my sport, so I I have a pretty good idea what to do and what not to do over there. Hmm. Um. Oh, so I know what I wanted to add, talk about, and I just thought about it as we were talking about that. 
That's good because we had no topics coming in. Yeah, like we, we were. We, we this, got, when today, I got here, we had zero topics apiece. <laughs> like we just got to wing this two. and hope it works out well because we got nothing. So, started listening to a a, a new podcast. A new uh, podcast? Yeah. Well, cereal. Oh. <laughs> Did we talk about cereal last week? I don't know if we did. I think we did. I though. swear we did. Yeah, I think we did. Oh well, it, well, it, well. Since then, so I was commenting on. I had a bunch of different random Facebook friends who was talking about cereal. So I would go to the random Facebook fans, you know, pages, and you know, having talks and blah blah blah, just catching up on the show. Then I had this great idea to do a a, a Facebook page. So now we have a cereal fans Facebook page that we can. All people who are fans of you know collectively uh, can comment there. So if you guys listen to it, it's a great podcast. It's made by I think like the people from This American Life. But if you're on Facebook, uh, the page is Serial Fans One Word, and so good show. I I really enjoy it. I'm so looking forward to this week because I'm sure they can start actually talking about J-Hoes. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough podcast to listen to because when I got up on it, I was able to binge listen. In one sitting, but now it's kind of like it, it only airs once a week. So once you're caught up, you're waiting for the next week to happen, and then they might drop a like last week. They dropped on third. It comes out every Thursday. They dropped a thirty minute podcast. Yeah. So it's like, damn, I waited a whole week for thirty minutes of. They need to. They need to do like minimal development. They need to do like Netflix and just put every episode. Yeah, like House of Cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put the whole shit out. But the thing yeah. is, what about it is like. It's it's profiling a real case in real time, so they're getting information and they're giving it to us in not real time, but weekly. So this is ongoing this this murder case that they're profiling. So we're we're getting it not too much after fact after they're getting it. So right. whatever happens happens, and it's it's been kind of tough, man. Like like last week, man, waiting that whole week for that episode and you're only getting 30 minutes of minimal developments was kind of tough, but... Right. Although it was, I was definitely uh, intrigued by the guests they had, so that was actually kind of cool, but it was still like, damn, it's only 30-something minutes. Yeah, they formed a How to Get Away with Murder team. For y'all who haven't... Have we talked about How to Get Away with Murder? No. I don't think we have. I think it's a really, really good show. And I'm not caught up with it enough, so maybe we could uh, expound... Next yeah, week. well, yeah, we don't have to go into in details, but How to Get Away with Murder is, is a new show this year that comes on after Scandal. Which, if you are on Twitter at all, you're aware of Scandal. Scandal's really hot on Twitter, and people talk about it. But How to Get Away with Murder is basically like uh, Viola Davis, who is uh, is the truth as an actress. Uh, I believe she won an Oscar for the Help. I'm not sure. She won an Oscar or was nominated or whatever, but. Um, She's the truth as an actress, and basically she's a lawyer, and she's assembled a team of, of student lawyers, and they are they work on individual cases from week to week, but it's also playing on this one case that I'm assuming is going to span throughout the entire season, and uh, it's it's really it's really interesting how it plays out. Like they they're working on one main murder case, which involves uh, very big players and that case is incredibly interesting but then they also have miniature cases each week which also tie in to the main case for the most part so 
it's it's really intricate. It's interesting. It's well acted. Well, except for uh, the one black guy. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really uh, Wes dude from he was in the Harry Potter movies. Um, he got a long ass neck and all he has. A facial expression the, where he's... Oh, you're talking about the dude that's a uh, Jufro? Yeah. Oh, he okay. uh, he only has one facial expression where it kind of looks like he's, like, figuring shit out in his mind as it's happening, like, but way after the fact. Like, he's piecing things together that have already happened. So, like, if somebody, like... Uh, if, if he runs across an obvious murder scene, he'd be the type of dude that's, like, visually piecing shit together, even though it's already obvious. He's, he's, a, he's a mess, but... Aside from him, the the show is really good. So uh, definitely one of my favorite. Actually, no, it's probably my favorite new show this year. Last year, my favorite new show was Sleepy Hollow. This is How to Get Away with Murder is probably my favorite new show this year. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm way behind. I don't even know where I left off at, but I was watching some of the the last episode uh, the other day, and I'm just lost. I need to just go back. <laughs> yeah, so I just need to go back and catch up, but. I am caught up on those shows I really do watch, which is Gotham and uh, Sons. Oh, and Scandal. I'm caught up on all of those. So. I'm still kind of... Where do you sit on Gotham? Um, I enjoy it. Uh, I think the, the weird part for me is that um, I didn't follow uh, a lot of comics. So... Some of the stuff that there was revealing characters, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, but I, I say so, basically, kind of being in the dark. I think it's cool. I think I'm, I'm, I think I become a big fan of the Penguin now. Yeah. But I don't know. It's pretty cool to me, though. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I, I like it, but I'm still not really quite set on it because I feel like Gotham is the kind of show where it has so much potential, but. I feel like it hasn't really realized that potential. And I haven't abandoned it because last year I abandoned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. maybe, I don't know, 10 episodes in. Because it was utterly ridiculous. But now Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the shit. Like, (laughs) Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really fucking good. And it picked up... what, What Marvel is doing really well right now is that they've found a good way of of keeping Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. good from week to week, but also uh, intertwining it with what's happening in the movies. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. took off after the latest Captain America movie. And I don't want to spoil the latest Captain America movie in case people haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Okay, so what happened in the latest Captain America movie, which, for the record, the latest Captain America movie is one of the best comic book movies like ever like the, the latest Captain America movie was really fucking good I don't want to check it out like it's on par with the Avengers movie like the, the Captain America movie was great but the Captain America movie flipped the whole Marvel universe upside down and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of picked up where the Captain America movie left off and it's progressed so well and it's, it's it's really found its footing, and it's great from week to week, and it's 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 just really really good right now. So like I, I with Gotham, I feel like Gotham is on the cusp of like being good. It has so much potential. I really like the guy who plays Commissioner Gordon, and I keep calling him Commissioner Gordon. He's not a commissioner; it's a 
it's kind of like a prequel kind of almost to Batman movie, so he's still just a detective. But the guy who plays Commissioner Gordon is great to me, and it has so much potential. But week to week, it's it's okay, but I see a lot there. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is killing the game right now. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is great at the moment. What season is that? So that's making me... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Second. Oh, okay. So it's it's making me hesitant to write off Gotham because I'm like, I don't want to write off Gotham and then make the same mistake I made with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You you know what can happen. Right. The potential, at least. Yeah, so... But I feel like these DC... I don't want to say these DC shows because Arrow is the shit and The Flash is the shit. And those both come on CW, and I wrote those off because it's the CW. Like I, I, I had any pro- I had problems taking anything to come on CW seriously. But Arrow and uh, the Flash are both really good too. So uh, Arrow's last season, which was the second season, it's currently on the third, was really good. And the star of Arrow says that this season shits on the uh, second season. Yeah, and it. Uh, it looks like the main villain in this season is going to be Ra's al Ghul from the, which most casual fans will know from the uh, Batman movies, the Dark Knight movies. Oh, okay. And uh, so, Arrow's destined to take off right now, so that's really good. So it's it's tough for me to write off Gotham, but Gotham right now is just watchable for me. It's not something that I look forward to. Like, oh, Gotham, it's time to watch it. So, yeah. See, that's the thing. I didn't get to that point now. At first, it was kind of slow. But now, like I said, I'm enjoying the uh, the character development. And um, like I say, right now, Penguin is probably one of my favorite people in there. Yeah, Peng- uh, the Penguin character. It's, it's clear that they're they're doing a lot with the Penguin character. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode of Gotham, it was like they touched on, like, they introduced like 14,000 different people. They introduced like every character ever that's been in like the Batman universe. And it was like, okay, well, you guys are doing the most. But it's clear at this point that the Penguin is going to be the focal point of this season. And he he's doing pretty good. So Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm almost at the point of being uh, getting over uh, Fish's uh, fucking horrible accent. God, her accent is just terrible to me. But I'm I'm over it now. I don't it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Yeah, they casted Jada Pinkett as this character Fish Mooney, who, as far as I know, is a character who is new, who is created for this show. Like I don't think Fish Mooney is a uh, actual Batman character. So they got this Fish Mooney character, which is new to this series. But other than that. Every character is, in some way, has has appeared in the Batman universe. Yes, yeah, interesting show though. Definitely gonna watch it if you get a chance. So random, but so my mom uh, recently got on Facebook. Ooh, and <laughs> she posts she posts like stats like like Twitter, dude. She's constantly on it, man. Commenting on everything. I mean, it's just so weird, dude. She's one of them. Man. She's one of the people that... You ever see those people that comment on, like, news stories? Mm-hmm. And it's like a million comments and they decide they want to break a comment? Like, what do you think? Who's going to read nobody, this Nobody going to see this no shit. No one's even going to see this shit. You click on the comments, you can't even probably find the fucking comment. But, yeah, she's funny, though. That was just... Uh... I give Facebook props for... Um... 
like they added a feature where okay so say your mom posts on a news story with a thousand comments right if she tags you in that comment you can respond to that comment so you don't have to like post like in the in the comments and hope that she sees it you can uh, respond to that specific comment so uh, she's guaranteed to see that feature that's pretty good it's not a uh, it's not an app feature. I don't think you can do it in the app. You can do it on the web Facebook. Okay. So that's kind of cool because I get a lot of people who will tag me. Like uh, my fiance's brother tags me in a lot of shit that has to do with like comic book movies and shit like that, and it'll have like a million comments, and I can't comment on it and expect him to see it, but I can comment on his comment that he tagged me in. Oh, that's dope. so he can see that, and that works out. Because well. it's some real popular, you know. News story or something that has a tons of comments. You they said you forever to try to find that comment, right? For fucking ever. Yeah, it doesn't work that well in the app, but it's great in web Twitter. That's a try. Well, no one's never tagged me. In this, I guess. Still tag me and shit like with the that pertains to the new Avengers movie. Which man, I can't wait for that shit. When is it supposed to come out? Uh, it comes out uh, May third or fifth. It comes out the beginning of May. And Marvel is like, man, Marvel's killing the game with the movies right now. They they put all their new shit out that's coming out, and they announced the Black Panther movie. They announced um, uh, they announced a whole shitload of shit, and then they announced that the third Avengers movie is going to be two movies. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, the Avengers three is going to be two movies. It's going to be it's called Infinity War, and it's going to be it's going to have a part one. That comes out in May of 2018, and part two that comes out in May of 2019, and they announced like uh, Thor. Thor three is going to be called Thor Ragnarok, and uh, Captain America three is going to be called Civil War, which is epic because like the Civil. Are you aware of the Civil War storyline? No. It's uh basically the ideas in the books. It was like uh. I can't recall it completely, but basically it's a thing where, like, the government comes with this thing where, like, all the uh, superheroes are supposed to basically be public. They're supposed to register as who they are and what they do and all this shit. They're supposed to be registered. And what it does, it, it, it splits the superhero faction into groups, people who feel like that's unjust and people who are down with it. Okay. And what ends up happening is that Captain America forms one group. I can't recall which one, which side he's on, but Captain America forms one group, which is either against it or for it. I can't recall. And then there's another group that's against it that's led by Iron Man, and it encompasses the entire Marvel universe. So like, uh, like Spider Man, who at this point Marvel doesn't own the rights to Spider Man, Sony does, but uh, Spider Man is part of like one faction. And it splits them up, and they they go to war against each other. So the Captain America movie, the third Captain America movie, is called Civil War, and it's gonna, I guess, feature this storyline where uh, they said it's a little different. Where it's it's only slightly different. I'm I'm not sure the the difference, but it's still the basic idea where they have to like kind of register their powers and who they are and all this shit. Oh, okay. And. Um, Captain America comes down on one side of it, and Iron Man comes down on the other side of it. So, Iron Man, there's not going to be a fourth Iron Man movie, but Robert Downey Jr. is going to play a prominent role in the third Captain America movie. 
Yeah, so he's gonna that. be yeah. he's gonna be on one side, Casimir's gonna be on the other. So they're gonna be against each other in the third Iron Man movie. I mean the third Captain America movie. And uh I also read that at the end of this Avengers, the second one, that they're gonna actually the team is gonna shake up. They said that the the current group is gonna be different after this after this second movie. So shit's really about to shake up with the uh, with Marvel and the Avengers and shit. So it's 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 looking really really interesting. So they're gonna split that into two movies. They got the Captain America, they got the the Thor, they got the Black Panther, uh, they got Doctor Strange. Uh, there's gonna be a Guardians of the Galaxy sequel. Uh, yeah, so they got a lot of they got Ant Man on deck. They got a lot of shit on deck. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so. Marvel's killing the game right now, and they're they're casting flawlessly. Their scripts are flawless. They're they're killing it. So DC has a lot to has a lot to do with uh, the little bit that they got going on, which is not much. So came across this. Uh, yeah, we got to get all comic books, and I'm geeking out and shit. Yeah, I, I see. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can see your interest is just jumping. Yeah. Right. Like, we're going to a two-hour podcast. We right. didn't have no topics. Right, like, exactly. well, this nigga started talking about comic books and shit. <laughs> so, there's been this YouTube video surfing, um, that's been surfing about this chick that gets smacked by this guy. And, basically, her and her rathead girls, they're on the train, and they're, you know, just basically talking loud, talking shit to this one guy, and blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know... She starts. She gets mad at the guy who's filming. Knocks his phone down. Hits him a few times. Twice. And then she finally starts talking back to the guy who she initially started talking to and hit him. And for the record, this dude like he was like seven foot three. It was, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like no small dude, man. Yeah, this guy was tall. He was big. I and, thought it was Joaquin Noah from the Bulls. Right. And she's talking. She finally hits him. And the smack he gave her, my God, I'll, I'll be surprised if she remembers. He that. he definitely at least smacked her soul into a different plane. Like, yeah, he, he like like her her soul was at at the least in the next caboose. Like <laughs> it wasn't in that train section no more. <laughs> he smacked her into a different car. Right, she's in a whole different car, going a whole different direction, and then a guy. Who was kind of defending the women starts fighting the the tall guy, and then he he got fucked up, <laughs> molly whopped and shit, man. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. I think you don't have to you know say men don't hit women or women. Hit, people just need to keep their hands to themselves. That would just solve so many fucking problems. It really would, man. I'm tired of like the 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 thing about women men hitting women, man. It's like yeah, we know we're not supposed to hit them, but like. Women need to stop taking advantage of that. It's like they walk into it like, yeah, men aren't supposed to hit us, so we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to like kick him in his nuts. We're going to smack the shit out of him. We're going to emasculate him in front of his woman. We're going to, you know, wild off a world star. We're going to do all this shit. We're going to dare him to not hit us. And then they get hit. And it's like, it's really hard to feel bad for that for that woman. It's like, well... Yeah, he shouldn't hit you. He probably should have found some other way around it, but 
I mean, she, you did everything. You, you begged to get hit. You begged. And you did she, everything she in your power. Did, and she hit, she she hit two guys. She lucky the other guy didn't respond like that. It's like man, this domestic violence is like such a hot topic right now, man, with the NFL players and all this all this other shit, man. Like people just spazzing out over domestic violence and men hitting women. And it's like, man. It, like you said, man, if, if people would just keep their hands to themselves, man, this shit wouldn't even be a topic, man. Well, I'm not going to say it wouldn't be a topic because there's certainly men who out there who who hit women regardless. But women got to stop taking advantage of that shit. You, you can't walk into a situation and assume you're not going to get hit because everybody ain't like that. There's a lot of dudes who just don't care. Right. And it's a lot of dudes who don't have that tolerance or the the mindset to be like, you know, I need to walk away from this situation. You are a fool if you enter into a situation and think, I'm going to abuse this man as much as I can, and he's not going to hit me. Why would you assume you're not going to get hit just because you're not supposed to get hit? That's that's foolish. So when you get hit, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Like, I'm just not. Like, you, you, you can't act as if you're going to, as if it's absolutely not going to happen that you're going to get hit. Take advantage of the situation. Do everything in your power. Dare a man to hit you. And then expect me to feel sorry for you when you get hit. Fuck that. Man. I'm just not. But the thing is, if that was two women fighting or two dudes fighting, that that video would never got the got the pop popularity or uh, so forth that it did. So, nah. But yeah, that was just crazy. Um, it's just been a lot of shit, man. With just like women, like. Walling out and just expecting the shit to go smooth, man, and like I don't, I don't understand that train of thought, like to where you, you, you know that somebody's not supposed to do something, so you push them to that point under the assumption that they won't. Like I wouldn't do that. Like if I, like if it was, if there was some unwritten rule that people taller than me couldn't hit me, I'm not just gonna walk around to taller people and just like. Kick him in the dick and right. fucking push him and shit. Like, you a little bitch. You a little pussy. You, you an inch taller than me, so you can't hit me. And then, you know, I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to try my luck. Like, I don't nah. understand why women are doing that right now. Yeah, she tried her luck and it fucked, fucked her over terribly. Man, he fucking smacked her face like fucking uh, when Superman put the people in that little triangle and sent them off somewhere. Her mm-hmm. face went flying off somewhere. Yeah, it was it was all bad. It was all bad. And I don't feel the least bit sorry for her. Not even a little bit. No, I don't feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for girl for women who feel that they can can do all the things that incites a person to hit them and then don't. You know, I feel sorry for those people because they have a rough life. Rough. So, yeah. Oh, it's difficult. But anyway, um, <laughs> so what happened my phone? Do we have what, what else are we gonna talk about? Uh, I think I'll uh, kind of respond to some of the emails that we got. Yeah, we got um, we got some interesting responses to uh, the um, uh, street harassment video, and we got one from Guard now and. She was very much of the belief, like, she hates to have people approach her. Like, don't approach me. And her, 
the funny thing about it was like, she was like, you know, if I'm in a bar, don't talk to me. If I'm walking on the street, don't talk to me. And my thing was like, well, when are we supposed to talk to you? Like, I'm assuming like you would still prefer to, you know, meet a man in the future. You know, you want to meet somebody, but you don't want them to talk to you in, in the street or in a bar. And she thought that like, Guys are out of line for talking to her in the bar because that's working on the assumption that somebody in the bar wants to get hit on. And my thought was like, well, yeah. In general, obviously, there's some women who go to the bar with the intention of just, you know, having kicking it with their girls, having some drinks, chilling out. But for the most part, single people populate bars, and you know, they a lot of people who populate bars look to hook up. Mm-hmm. So. If you're a single man and you go into a bar and you see a, you know, you see a woman, why would you think like, hey, I shouldn't talk to her. She's probably here to to do some shit other than meet somebody. Right. Like that's a that's a hookup spot. So I, I I I thought like, yeah, well, you're in a bar, you should expect to get hit on. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an Australian thing, but I mean they here, don't. yeah, but here, I mean, shit, you're in a bar, you you're gonna get hit on. I mean, and if you're if you're single. And you don't want to get hit on, don't go to a bar. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Right. If you don't want that, don't go out. Shit. So. Oh, shit. I know something I kind of want uh, to talk about that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, Give me a second to... I don't know. Can you uh, bullshit while I figure out uh, where I got this shit at that I wanted to talk about? All right, let's bullshit for a minute. Uh, Talk about the lions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that's a that's an easy conversation. Lions got a nice win today. So We're seven and two. Lions got win seven and two. First time they've um, seven and two since ninety three. They say um, this is also uh, Jim Caldwell, the coach. This is the the best start that a coach has had as a first year. Since for the Lions, um, since the 30s, so he's definitely doing good. Um, the defense, I mean, we played a, I think we played the number three defense in the league this week, so they're I mean, number one in the AFC, though. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so they were, you know, they were awesome. I mean, uh, what one little short fucker caught the damn near the best interception I've seen in a long time, one handedly in the end zone, yeah, um, he he. he he got some leads. So, so that defense, you know, their defense showed up, uh, but they just couldn't. They couldn't handle ours, man. I think we, you know, especially the first half. You know, what were we just talking about before this? Uh, Street harassment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but we got two tough games coming up. I mean, this was supposed supposed to be the tough game. I mean, I mean, we came back in one, so I guess it was some difficulty, but. Have Arizona next week, which is who is eight and one, and then after that we play the Patriots, and you know Brady has been playing fucking awesome, so I expect no less than three touchdowns from that guy. But hopefully we just score four, so it'd be cool, man. I'm trying to get a, I want to get tickets for my mom for Christmas, but the way Christmas works out, the only game that that are left after Christmas are both away games, so I don't know how that's going to work. But we'll see. But man, Christmas is around the corner. Do you do any Black Friday shopping? I typically don't, but I probably will this year. 
like uh, Black Friday falls on a payday for us, and in my job, it's a payday slash bonus. So we get our payday and our bonus on Black Friday. So I might do some shopping, but I mean, I'm not really sitting too pretty financially, so I might not. I've uh, the extent of my Black Friday shopping has been like cheap DVDs. <laughs> like I don't buy TVs or anything extravagant. I've uh, the most I've done is cheap DVDs. So I'm probably gonna be pretty inactive on a. Uh, on Black Friday. Yeah, I do online shopping. I don't fuck them online, dude. Plus, I mean, we pretty much got everything we really want, man. We don't really need too many things. Not enough to go out, you know, and, and deal with the weather and idiots. Nah, I did that with an ex once. Ended up going to a burst run right after Thanksgiving for Black Friday. And, man, never again. Just too many people. Too, too many people. So, files you looking for that? Hell nah. I don't, man. There was something that we said that triggered the thought, and there was something I wanted to talk about, but I can't. I can't remember what it was. Well, note it for next week. Yeah, this might have to be a next week thing, so we might just have to move on from that. Um, so unless I can figure it out, I guess we'll just move on. Um, so I saw an interesting thing on Facebook during the week. And I <laughs> I thought it was funny, but it caused a lot of controversy. Um, so a friend of mine shared a status with somebody else on Facebook, and it was basically about um, it was basically about the caliber of women that he dates. And this is the status. I'm about, I'm about, I'm about to read the status. Uh, the status says, "I think I'm destined to marry a five. and if y'all don't know, a 5 means like a 5 out of 10. Like a girl who's a 5. Uh, which is average, obviously. 5 out of 10 is average. Um, he said, I think I'm destined to marry a 5. 8s and up either don't act don't act right or have terrible character or got a K next to their number of followers on Instagram. So in the thousands. And booking info in their bio just from being cute. <laughs> so they only want a nigga with some type of status or fame. Most sevens are already, are already taken or are dancers, a.k.a. strippers. Uh, most sixes think they're high sevens, so you got to deal with the eight attitude, even though she got six looks. Fives be cool as shit, do whatever they can to make your day better, and always follow more people on Instagram than they have followers. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. I thought the status in and of itself was interesting, but the part that I thought was the most interesting was one of the comments. One of the comments said, this old player told me, any bitch going to end up getting on your nerves. Do you really want to have to listen to a five talking shit? Just find an eight, figure out her most insecure physical flaw, and make her feel like she's a five. Man. I thought that was so fucking wild, <laughs> man. Like, there's no way you're going to not get a bunch of shit over that comment. Mm. But, to me... <laughs> Man, that's a to me that's kind of an interesting look at relationships right now, man. Like the idea of like a woman who feels that she's one thing and she's not, and then also the idea of like having a woman who's bad but thinking like I need to bring her down a couple pegs. 
Like, to, to me, I thought it was funny, but I also thought it was fucked up. Like, why do you, yeah, why the whole downgrading thing is just like, like you say, kind of funny, but at the same time, sad. Like, yeah, why like, do you want to do that? Yeah, like, the, how do you feel about yourself if you get a girl who's an eight and feel like I need to bring her down to a five and make her feel insecure so I can fuck with her? Like, to me, that presents a flaw in yourself. Like, oh, yeah, that you definitely. can't just handle eight as is. That you gotta make her feel like she's less than who she is. But at the same time, it's actually kind of effective if, if you're that type of dude. Like, that's a that's a good way to hang on to somebody who's an eight if she feels like she's a five. And it's a fucked up strategy, but I can see it being effective. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I man, like if you were still single right now, would you employ that strategy? Uh, this is a situation where it's like you're supposed to say no, but you kind of no, feel like you should. Hell no. No, <laughs> you kind of feel like that. you should. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that, that's that, the sad thing is that that shit is that shit would work. That would be effective. To take a to take a bad bitch and be like, find out whatever her flaw is and like say she's like fine as fuck in the face, but she got a she got a fat ass and she get hit all the time, but she got like small titties and just be like, make her feel insecure about her titties. That's terrible. Like, would nobody fuck with you with them little ass <laughs> titties? Like, and and hang on to her off that. Like, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. But it, that shit will probably work, man. And I feel like that's like that situation where that girl needs to be that girl needs to be secure on her titties. Like she needs to be like, well, my titties might not be that big, but I got all these other things going for me. So right. this this one dude he need to, he need to fuck off. But really, I feel like it's not that many women who will be like strong enough to to deal with that. Say like, you know what? He on that bullshit. Like, I might not have that big titties, but I got all these other things going for me. I got this good job. I got this fat ass. I'm pretty as fuck. You know, he needs to go on somewhere. My credit high. I feel like that shit. Yeah, my credit high. I feel like that shit might work, man. That's fucked up. That that shit. That shit will probably work to make her feel insecure and bring her down a few notches. That's that's fucked up. And he got so much heat over that comment. That status as a whole got a lot of heat. Like, they had a whole lot of comments of women like, oh, well, what is it? What, what y'all look like that y'all are here talking about we need to be like this, we need to be like that. Y'all be, y'all better be good talking about we need to be eights and all this shit and y'all gonna bring us down. Y'all better be looking good, but... Mm, mm. <laughs> Man, that... It's sad that that's a solid strategy. I think that would actually work very, and that's fucked up. Very. Funny. <laughs> um. Yeah. Shit. I think we done went through all the, the makeshift topics that I had. We uh, had definitely makeshift topics. We don't have nothing. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. 
Damn, I always have to remember the other thing I want to talk about. It wasn't that important, though. Yeah. But it was something. It was something in a situation where we have nothing. So, so yeah. Uh, we talked about cereal. Mm. Did some emails. Uh, we did a uh, subway. Man, I just keep thinking that girl gets smacked. Boy, it was. Whew. Mm, well, she had it coming. Yeah, she she really did. I, I didn't I didn't feel bad for her in the least. Um, you know, as much as you know, I I stand with the you know never hit a woman. I just find it hard to not hit somebody when they provoke and do it. Like, especially on the assumption that they won't get hit. Nah, just jump. And that's just basically how she was. You know, she was just you know wild and now her friends ain't shit. You know, they all was terrible. And that's why it, um, speaking of the whole, you know, domestic violence and just violence thing, I see that uh, Young Bird was kicked off of Love and Hip Hop because he choked out his girl or something. But, <laughs> this is my thing. Every other, of all the Love and Hip Hop ones, from New York to Atlanta, whatever the case, there have been fights on every single fucking show. What makes this different that you kicking them off? Like, my theory was, and I'm being totally, totally facetious, but not really. My theory was is that he only got kicked off because he didn't choke the bitch on camera. Right. Everybody fights on there. You know, if anything, shit, uh, Stevie and Jocelyn, Jocelyn fucking fighting and, you know, Mimi and fucking threw shit in fucking uh, Stevie's face. The chicks been fighting on there. Why nobody else was kicked off then? Because that shit sells. And like I said, I honestly think if he would have did it on camera, you know. But that's a double standard when it comes to comes to domestic violence. And just, just stuff in general. Women get passes for shit that they shouldn't get passes for. But, yeah, I saw that. I was like, yeah, Mona Scott ain't shit. Fuck she really man. ain't. Yeah, I, I can't. What I hate about the show is that they they allow you to be the to be ain't shit for a whole season and then when you had a reunion show you're being condemned for the same shit that they allowed the whole season and so you know all of the bullshit you know they didn't get all these ratings for now now that they're you know having this reunion she wants to talk to them like they're fucking kids and shit all the shit they don't like you wanted this shit that's the shit that got you making millions I got, that bitch got rich off that. Like, I really need to get my, my idea game up, man. All right. Jeez. So, yeah, I, I, I can't stand that shit. I wish she, every now and then, I tweet her and say she ain't shit. I wish she responded. You do, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every so often, I say, you ain't shit. I put her Twitter name on there. Obviously, she don't respond. No, nah, she doesn't respond. She doesn't care. So. But. Yeah. I'm a, man. It's like November already, dude. Like, the year is, like, done. It is, man. This shit went by so fast, man. Like, and then, like, what's crazy, too, about this about this year is, like, we had the worst winter of all time last year. Like, literally the worst winter of all time. It was the, the most snowfall and the coldest that we've had. And then this year, we didn't even really have a summer. Like, it was... It was, it was I, don't, like, I don't really have any it was like, about it. It was like, like spring and then it was like fall with like three summer days. 
You know, exactly. and I'm not, and I'm not a total fan. I'm not a big fan of extreme any weather. So, you know, the extreme heat did not have that was great. But yeah, yeah I'm not a fan. It's just it was just blowing. Then with the wedding, man, October just it was like October first. Then it was like October twenty third, <laughs> right? You know, and then you know, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Just I don't know, man. Hoping uh, next year brings some some. Uh, some cool stuff, you know. It's definitely been an adjustment, you know. Now being well, we've been living together for almost like two years now, and uh, so forth. And so, yeah, I'm into heavy. I'm into heavy wedding planning at this point. It's uh, it's crazy because like I haven't had, I haven't been engaged for very long, but the wedding planning is in full effect. So um, I'm hoping for like a uh, um, lab, uh, Labor Day wedding around that area. I want to avoid um, the cold. I don't want to have a winter wedding. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to avoid. Well, previously I would have said November, December, January, February. Now it's kind of like maybe I want to avoid October too. But right now, I'm kind of hoping to avoid November, December, January, February. Yeah, we got lucky that it was that day was still a nice day uh, for being. Yeah, you, you had know, a great day for being. You know, uh, late October. You know, so actually, I think it was actually that day was nice, and the day after was nice, and then I think after that, I think it just fucking cold chills just came over the whole fucking state. But. Yeah, so that was that was a uh, real, real, uh, real cool. Oh, another thing. So I think I think I touched on last week uh, about touched on using your shit. Uh, touched you on. Know what? <laughs> you know what? Something about that man. Like Kevin gave me shit about touched on, but I listen to so many podcasts and all them podcasts that be saying touched on. So I'm not even going to really. I'm not even going to really. I'm not even going to really bug out about that shit, man. Everybody say that shit. So I'm not going to be like, yeah, I want to touch on this and then pause. No, nigga, man. Everybody say touched on at this point, dog. (laughs) Man, I want to talk about a topic, man. I'm I'm going back to saying touched on, man. And if I say it a lot, fuck it. I say it touched the nerve. Yeah, he he made me (laughs) self-conscious about that shit. Like, man, you say touched on a lot, pause. Like, no, nigga. Kevin, uh. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and y'all look at our SoundCloud. He's Mr. Monotone. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, he give me shit at work about saying uh, touched on. But like, that nigga when he's going to be free? I don't know. Man. I don't know. Well, he'll hear it, so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I lost track. Oh, so uh, last week, I think I mentioned that I wanted to start a uh, like a, a husband's blog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. So, basically, I got the idea from when I had... My bachelor party, and the makeup of the bachelor party, I had like three or four of my friends who were married. It's a couple of them like ten plus years. I had two of them that were divorced, but we had we had some really decent conversations um, that night. Uh, I think this is much before you know alcohol uh, hit everybody. But from then, I, I had this idea like, man, it'd be so cool to be able to have a kind of a blog. Or web a website where you can get stories from you know husbands and stuff and you know different stuff you know advice and you know just stories that they have because men are so 
are are not especially married men. They don't get no. There's no good rep on on social media for right. you know everything is just men ain't shit. You know, so I think it would be a good way to you know one just to bolster it. Uh, a, a good reputation for for men, but I think it'll be a good outlet for guys too. So, yeah. um, I'm currently trying to figure out how I w- what format of site I want to do it with, uh, as far as blog site or whatever. I'm currently thinking Tumblr, just because I like I like the way Tumblrs are shared and re re don't say retweeted, but. Like shared and things of that nature, especially stuff like that, I think can get good, good, uh, good publicity. So, kind of think I'm trying to think of a name too. I've been kind of struggling with that, but I did a blog post on my own blog, uh, Blame Otis uh, WordPress dot about it, and I, I got I got a lot of good feedback. So I got a I got a couple of guys that had. Uh, um, tweeted me or emailed or tweeted me uh, saying that they want to contribute so I got a bunch of people that want to contribute so I'm going to start uh, having them get their stories to me and then I'm going to start posting maybe the next two or three weeks but I'm looking forward to it man especially being that you know I've only been married for two weeks now but so I don't hold a lot of <laughs> a lot of great knowledge with it but you know having a, some other guys that that have been married to, you know, tell their stories and stuff like that. I think it'd be good, man. And I, and, and and the cool thing is that it's it's almost like a untouched market almost. Because I don't see, I don't know anything of any websites and, or blogs or, you know. I used to read, I used to have Men's Health all the time. And it used to be this one section in Men's Health where it was, uh, it was a bartender. Mm-hmm. And he gave advice, you know, guys wrote him in or something. And, you know, it was like a column and he gave advice and stuff like that. And so that's kind of how I was, I was thinking of it. Some kind of format like that, you know. So we'll see, man. That could be good, man. Like have something where like husband can write in, give advice on how to uh, keep a stable marriage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, could, that, could, that could really take off. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, going to put some, some time into it. I, I realize that I am a bullshitter by nature. <laughs> and so I have to start prioritizing stuff and you know making plans and stuff because I will start shit and I'll, it'll be 30% completed you know and you know I, I just can't get out of that but for this you know I really want to put some time and effort into it and you know I just don't want to half ass it so hopefully by Thanksgiving I'll hopefully be able to have first posting and you know I have enough bank where I can start doing like weekly posts and stuff like that. So we'll see, man. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, and and to further elaborate on on future endeavors, I was thinking about getting back into blogging too. Like I, I used to blog a lot in my, uh, I would say early 20s, mm-hmm. and I kind of, I had a blog where I would talk about like um, uh, movies and shit like that. I would do like movie reviews and shit like that, and then I, I had a thing on. This I'm really about to take it back um, on Black Planet. Ooh. Yeah, way back on Black Planet, where I had a, I had my own Black Planet page, but then I had another Black Planet page for like rants, and it was called it was something it was called something with having to do with rants, like Mike's rants. I don't know what it was called, but it was something like that. But I was just talking about shit that pissed me off or whatever, and I was like, it was actually fairly popular. Like people really liked it. 
But, you know, I got out of it or whatever. You know, adult life hits and shit changes and you don't have time to blog yeah. about shit like that. Man, but I know the feeling. Right now, I feel like I'm in a place where I'm a, a lot more seasoned of a writer and I have a lot more to talk about. So I was thinking about not necessarily rejuvenating that blog, but creating a new blog where I just kind of like talked about shit. Kind of like a written version of this, but um, with a, a bit more of a serious tone to it. And I I got a lot of suggestions for names and ideas for the blog. And a lot of the suggestions I got were like, pertain to like rants. And I, I don't really want it to necessarily be about rants. I want it to be about just kind of like me just talking about what my life is like in general. And I'm so, I'm so much more of a seasoned writer than I was back then. And back then, I mean, I'm, I'm tooting, my home, tooting my own horn at the moment, but back then I was a cold-ass writer. And right now, I think I, I, I'm, I'm exponentially better than I was back then. So I'm actually, I'm not thinking about it. I'm actually going to, I'm going to do it. But I'm going to make a blog, and it's going to be just kind of like, my thoughts as a whole, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna write uh, my first entry. Uh, at first, I was gonna kind of try to rejuvenate the blog from before and just add new shit because I, I currently I have an active blog. Well, it's not active because I haven't written shit, but it's kind of current. But it was mainly like photography based, like talking about oh, okay. photography shit that I did and all this and whatnot. And I'll post pictures from fashion shows that I shot and. Whatnot, but I want this to kind of be like a uh, more of a uh, almost like a diary almost. Okay. And so I'm I'm gonna start that, and it's gonna I, my first entry is gonna be about the experience of doing this, the podcast, and um, I'm just gonna use it as a as a means of like a just expressing what's going on and what I think about shit, and I don't really have a. A goal as far as um, where I'm going to talk about, like the blog is going to be about this, but I I think that it's it's going to be pretty interesting because I feel like I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of shit that I don't talk about on the podcast that not not for any reason because like really with the podcast we kind of just talk about shit that is relevant at the moment because I, I kind of look at the podcast as like a. Uh, a verbal Twitter, almost. Like, we talk about shit that's right. relevant right now. And I don't go into too much depth about things that are going on with me or things that I, you know, what I think about stuff. And and I have a lot of thoughts on, if you, if, well, you are, but people who aren't friends with me on Facebook, like, I post a lot of my, uh, my thoughts and opinions on Facebook. And I don't think that I could reach, I don't think that I reach as many people on Facebook as I could with a blog because I could post a blog entry and put it on Twitter and get retweets and whatever, kind of like we do with the podcast. But I feel like a blog would be a much better, a much better venue because right right now, like with, with the podcast, it's like we have topics and sometimes we forget some shit or uh, it. I'll forget things that like I want to talk about, and we'll we'll miss some shit. It's it's it's, it's kind of flaky, you know. what I'm saying we drink and we smoke, and it it goes in and out. But 
and and the most important part of it is like I'm just not anywhere near as good with speaking as I am with writing. So I could write uh, kind of like a blog version of the podcast, and I think it would come a lot, come off a lot better. So what I think, well, what I'm thinking about, it, what I'm gonna do is make this blog, and I'm I'm gonna write the entry sometime this week, and I'll post it. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna post it on Twitter, and I'll probably um, eventually I'll probably link it with the podcast in the sense of like I'll post a link to the blog on podcast with the podcast shit. I don't know, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about blogging, getting back into blogging too, just because for me, writing is just so much better of an avenue for me to express my thoughts than it is with uh, doing a podcast. Because I'm, I'm such a struggle speaker at times. And yeah, I mean, I think some stuff is just cool. I mean, better in a uh, writing format. I think I, I'm a lot better. I, I, I just um, piggyback on what you're saying. I think I'm, I'm a lot better communicator writing than I am talking. Um, so I started. It's funny. Blogging is really what got me on t- uh, Twitter. Yeah, uh, me too. Which is kind of like micro blogging in a sense. And the reason I, I think a big reason I stopped blogging is because all the stuff that I was going to blog about, I just tweeted. Exactly. And so I, you know, that just became what my blog was. But now I'm kind of getting back into it. You know, I think it's a good, it's a good release. You know, and so. But if I, you know, get with, get the, uh, well, when I get the husband's side up, you know, that's going to, you know, push. Because I, I really want to get it where, you know, the page is getting tons of hits and stuff. And, you know, maybe even doing some advertising on there and stuff like that. Um, so get that going. And that would be, you know, you know, time consuming, you know. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to, uh, to get a, a, a good a good number of dudes that would like to contribute, you know, I, I'm not expecting people to, just, you know, multiple contribute all the time, but, you know, especially do like, I want to do, I want to do section where you do like polls, like, you know, I, I asked 40 men, what did, you know, what did they, you know, whatever the question is, you know, be able to get answers like that or just full stories and shit. So it should be cool. I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, but I definitely want to put, a, a, a huge effort into it. Yeah, I can't contribute in the married sense because I'm not married, but um, yeah, I, just I spent speed, the just better speed part. Your, just speed your data, man. What was that? Just speed your data, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that, but I can, uh, I can contribute because, I mean, I've been in a relationship for the past almost 10 years. So it's like, yeah, I'm not married, but I've been doing the relationship thing for about 10 years. And I, I can provide a interesting perspective. Not an interesting because it's not unique, but like the perspective of like having, uh, you know, a, a significant other and having a kid with them. And then having the oh, transition yeah. from having a kid with them to not being with them anymore. And still having a kid and then now having a kid and then. Having someone new, and then you, and then, you write, then you write a uh, a post on, on Niles' site for dads. Yeah, I wrote a post on Niles' dad me site about um, being a stay at home dad, which I was for about two years. So you know that, that I can still contribute to your shit in the sense of like I might not be a husband, I can contribute, but I can contribute in the sense of like uh, you know being a father and being. 
well, not I mean, married, but being in a relationship with the mother of your your kid, and well, I think too, having I mean, to break up with that person, right? And, if anything, you know, you're able to just get stuff out of it. You know, what I mean, even if you're yeah. not a contributor, you know, you 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 know, it it it'll serve for you know just getting stuff out of it. So you yeah. know, so we both apparently uh, we both have blogs on deck. So yeah. Uh, look forward to that. We'll be posting up that posting those links soon. Yeah, look forward so. to some some writing from from both of us. Uh, I've always been like a, a heavy into writing, so that's kind of like my that's my thing. I like to write a lot. I get a lot of complaints, but complaints slash compliments about uh, like my activity on Facebook because like I don't post like Facebook in the sense of like tweets. Where it's like a quick Facebook status, uh, right. or something. Like that. I, I'll write essays on Facebook, but like I, I look at Facebook as a, a more of a way of expressing your thoughts because, like, a lot of people that I deal with on Facebook are deeper thinkers and shit like that. So I can post something serious on Facebook and get a good conversation going. Whereas you post on Twitter, you might not the the best you can get is a retweet. You know it's, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss. Uh, yeah, it's hit, it's hit or miss. You get a retweet, maybe you get a bunch of retweets, or you get a, a mention or two, but you can't really get a, a conversation going on something serious on Twitter because Twitter is kind of like it's just so fast that it's like what's happening right now and moving, moving on and moving on and moving on. But with a blog, you can get you know you can get people you can get a conversation going, and I have a lot of shit. That happens with me and happens in my mind throughout the course of a day or a week or a month where it could it could promote good conversation. So that's what I'm hoping to achieve is good conversation. Yeah, that's 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 doable. So we have no topics. Uh, we've spent uh, just over an hour bullshitting. So um, I think I think it worked out. Yeah, we can we can wrap it up and. Uh, Hopefully next week we both me and Otis will have uh, blog topics that we can talk about. We can send y'all to our blogs and we can talk about whatever we blogged about. So that could make for a good conversation. And we're also um, we also kind of want to have more guests on because like it's the conversation flows better when you have more guests. So I know I personally would like to have more guests on in the future. For the podcast, so we're yeah. open to more guests. Yeah, so if you are are local and you know have a a, a decent topic that you want to discuss or things of that nature, definitely hit us up because we're definitely open to it. You know, yeah, long, you can come through. Long show, you know, mine chilling in the garage with the heater on blast. You know, and cigar smoke. And cigar smoke, right? Cigar smoke is a big factor. You like, can't fuck like, with cigar smoke. Yeah, you might it is Skype. a huge factor. <laughs> you might want to Skype in, right? So. But yeah, so if you're interested, definitely let us know. Otherwise, uh, we'll be back uh, next week and shit, so. <laughs> and shit, so. All right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, if you don't got nothing else, man, we could. Uh... I'm good. All right, well. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Peace.